people really love emoji, and now we've made them three times bigger in the transcript, which is fantastic. I saw a, a homeless guy, though, um, listening to something on, on his headphones, and then, like, he he pulled out his disk man. You remember a disk man? Yesterday, Monday, um, walked into the line with a bunch of my uh, friends at 5 a.m. Uh, waited for hours, freezing, because it's California, so obviously it's like 12 degrees Celsius. And yeah, watch the big show from like 8 fro. Yeah, so please explain again. So the, waking up in the early mornings and staying you know, in line to go to see the keynote, it's like the, you know, it belongs to the experience, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's kind of stupid, right? I mean, it makes no sense. Uh, everyone can can have uh, a spot, right? So it's it's really not necessary. Uh, but I think it's worth doing at least once or twice if you're on on WWDC. It's just kind of part of the experience to like stand in line with friends and and chat and speculate what's going to happen and you know tweet about it and stuff like that. Uh, and then the second part of it is if you're if you're standing in line since early in the morning, then you won't just get a spot. You'll you'll get a really really good spot. Yeah, I mean you even you know there there there's even you there on the on the you know on the keynote actually, right? Yeah, I I, I heard so. I mean on the video stream. Yeah, I heard uh, I've I've been uh, twice. <laughs> yeah, so you're video famous now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no. it's it. It's 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 funny that really that you know you have you you know on the other hand on one hand you have to just wake up so early just to to get a very good spot but on the other hand yeah you talk to people and everything but I hope it was worth it yeah uh, it was it wasn't so bad uh, didn't go into the line at like two a.m. like some like super crazy people just five a.m. which is more reasonable <laughs> so yeah so it wasn't that bad. Um, the only uh, mistake I made was I I didn't take a I I just took my uh, WWDC jacket and I didn't take my second jacket so I was really freezing at one point because yeah I mean uh, people haven't been to San Francisco don't appreciate the fact that it's not the California weather you expect it's cold it's windy it's and it's very unpredictable one moment you're freezing the other moment you're too hot. Or you're freezing all day long, but you'll still get your skin burned. Yeah, the thing is, you know, that uh, for me was surprising when I was for the first time in San Francisco in September. It was very warm September that, you know, um, in San Francisco it would be cloudy, moist and pretty cold. But then the moment we would just, you know, go like go half the, um, you know, Golden Gate Bridge or go down to the Silicon Valley, it was suddenly so warm, you know, and so hot. It's, it's just that the difference was really big. Absolutely, yeah. So I guess we should talk about uh, the announcements and what was interesting to us and relevant to us. Sometimes you've typed a whole message and then you realize at the end that you're totally lacking in emojification. And so we've provided the solution. When you tap on the emoji button, we'll highlight all the emojifiable words there and you can just tap, 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 tap and emojify. Yeah, I guess so. Um, for me, for me, uh, what I really liked were, were like were the improvements to Watch OS, so to, to the watch, because I'm still wearing my Apple Watch and I still like it. What I don't like about it is that it's so slow. Tap, 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 and 
tap. And then there's, there are some things that are annoying, and uh, apparently they are removing most of the annoyances for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's it's really good. I'm just with this and many other improvements. I just really wonder if I hope that it's as good as advertised. That it's not like, oh yeah, we made some progress, or yeah, we made some new cool features. But in, in practice, it will actually kind of suck because it will be half broken half the time. I mean, you know, when I told my wife, who's also an Apple Watch owner, um, that, uh, you know, now this contacts thing, this contacts button, you know, it <laughs> will be changed to uh, like, a, like a, you know, home control center something button. It, she was like, oh, yeah, there is this button here. I, I, I never used it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. So it's good that, you know, Apple actually realized they made a button nobody used and they decided to do something useful with it. Yeah, uh, for me, like, um, what I hope for WWDC is that they take the things they already have, uh, just make them better. We've made them three times bigger. Uh, refine them, fix the things that have been annoying for a long time, fix the bugs that they haven't fixed over the last year. Uh, because I already like what we have. I like iOS, I like, I like uh, Mac OS, they're cool. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't care about Apple Music or Apple News or tvOS. I mean, they're okay, I guess, but, you know, I, I just, I hope that they wouldn't spread their focus too much over things that are cool but not super useful in practice, at least not to me. Uh, and I just hope they would, they would double down on refinements, on things that have been neglected and, and just stayed in good enough state for a long time even if maybe it's not so good enough so uh, there are some you know changes to like apple music and apple news and uh, the things i i'm not particularly into but there have been a lot of uh, just good improvements uh, to the core experience right on on ios they redesigned the lock screen the notifications they added uh, they changed the way widgets work they added a bunch of things fundamentals that that will just improve the core experience and i'm just i'm really happy about that and to help you always reach for the right emoji we're providing emoji predictions as you type super handy you know for me um uh, <laughs> i know one of the biggest things that i heard uh, on the keynote was finally they're making clipboard you know cross-platform you know finally i mean this is like one of these finalists finalists that that should have happened like years ago. I mean, the clipboard has been invented by Windows 95, I think, you know, or, or I don't know, or Mac OS, I don't know, one uh, in the 90s and hasn't been improved since, you know? And, <laughs> and finally they do that, that, you know, that I don't have to use third-party apps like Clips or, or other apps that I can actually have a clipboard that actually is useful and, and can be, you know, can be copied and pasted between devices. Yeah, and I guess it's particularly useful for you uh, being an iPad-only guy, which is not actually true because you you still use a, a lot, um, your Mac a lot and your iPhone a lot. So you're 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 more of a um, multi-device person. So uh, so so that helps. But it's one of those things that it sounds great. I'm glad they did it. I just hope it actually works because yeah. A bunch of these like connectivity, continuity um, things like AirDrop don't work usually for me, or at least don't work reliably. So I hope, I hope they they improve on on that, on just the reliability of those connected um, 
multi-device things. Yeah, I mean, um, I, 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 when when they were announcing all these new cool things to iMessage, you know, um, I I read some comments on Twitter <laughs> saying, yeah, we love the cool things, we love the stamps, uh, f effects, and all these you know bells and whistles. But um, could we just have iMessage show the messages in the right order? <laughs> Super handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I what I mean. Um, yeah. So what what do you think is particularly uh, relevant out of those iOS uh, news for Nosby? I mean, for us, you know, the most important thing I think is Siri. It's being open. Uh, I I hope we'll, we'll use that because you know people have been begging us to do some kind of Siri integration and. You know the Siri integrations up until now were like good. Were doing you know like kung fu through the reminders through something, or telling Siri to send an email to a task or something like that. So suddenly, maybe you know we don't know yet. We'll we'll explore that now. Um, we could really use Siri for um, uh, like for some serious uh, interactions with your tasks. So hopefully, hopefully this you know this actually works. You know, as long as Siri actually understands what I'm saying, which is sometimes difficult for her. So yeah, a bad news here probably going to be difficult. Um, the Siri API is quite limited. It it looks pretty good if you're in one of those app categories that they predefined, but it's not a a general uh, like general purpose um, versatile API you can use for anything. So. I'm not actually sure if we're, if we're going to be able to to do it. At least not 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 this year. They they definitely stressed that um, or hinted at the fact that this is just the first step. Okay, you're there, man. You're you're on the you know on the spot there. You know, go talk to Apple people, figure this out. Maybe maybe there is a way at least to add tasks through Siri. I mean, seriously, this you know this is the basic thing people have been asking us. Yeah, we'll see. We'll explore it. Yeah, and I guess um, just the improvements to notifications, the rich notifications with extra content might be very useful. Um, widgets, like there have been widgets, but they haven't been uh, very widely used actually. And it's it makes a lot of sense, like uh, you're on the lock screen and now you just swipe right and you have this uh, shortened list of your priorities for today. Uh, that makes a lot of sense as a widget, right? So. Um, I think that would be super handy. Um, cool if if people used more of it, if it was more accessible than it has been until now. Uh, and also, uh, the widget will will also now be um, available when you 3D touch on the app icon, so it will be visible in more places. Yeah, I I saw that. I you know I was I was actually curious about that because you know when they introduced the iPhone SE, so the the the, the small iPhone. Actually, this small iPhone doesn't have 3D Touch, and then, but then in this keynote they actually doubled down on uh, on, on 3D Touch and added, you know, much more functional, you know, more functions, more features to it. So um, apparently, the 3D Touch is a thing. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, um, actually, not 100% sure just yet, but I think um, the, the the changes are, are not that um, that huge. They just you know extended, um, you know use 3D Touch in more places, but that's about it. It's not like a a very fundamental change. I mean, there is a trick with 3D, 3D Touch, you know, I don't know if, if many people know it, but uh, I realized people who own uh, iPhone 6S or 6S Plus don't know it. It's like 
when you are typing something, you can 3D touch, you know, force touch on the keyboard and suddenly you can actually, it turns the keyboard into like a, you know, like a trackpad. A trackpad, yeah. Yeah, and you can actually move the cursor around the text, which is very, very useful when you edit the text. Uh, I've been using this for, you know, very, very um, often and it's, you know, it's one of these killer features for me for the iPhone 6S. Yeah, again, uh, when it works, <laughs> because sometimes... Uh, it, it mistakes, it, it gets confused if you meant to just press it and start to like swipe across the screen to pick your key, or did you mean to actually uh, like hard press it? So yeah, so hopefully they, they will improve on, on things like that. I haven't yet installed iOS 10 beta on my phone, uh, but we'll see soon enough. Yeah, so, um, so you are planning to inst- install the iOS 10 on your, on your phone? Uh, not on my, my main phone, no. Uh, it's probably going to to get a, a second phone as a as a test device because there's just like a lot of uh, iOS 10 things for iPhone um, but it, it's just I'm, I'm not going to do it on, on my main phone it's it, it's too kind of risky uh, betas break all the time uh, but I'm also like installing it on on my iPad so Okay, I'm also going to install uh, the iOS 10 on my on one of my iPads. You know, we can link to to the show where we talked how many iPads I have. I have actually given up my iPad Air. I gave I gave it to my my mom, but I got an iPad 3 from her. So I'm going to just install on the <laughs> iPad 3 the iOS 10. It's going to be painfully uh, slow there, but iPad 3. Can you actually do it? I don't know. Well, Is it supported? I'll check today. It's probably not supported. Yeah. Yeah, I've also been thinking of like completely like uh, crazy ideas. Like uh, they added these iMessage apps, which is kind of uh, a strange idea, but okay. And it's like, oh, what if, if you could iMessage and task a task somehow? And like, uh, you know, like like just, just put like, uh, you know, give someone a task. Uh, that might be interesting. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I don't know it would actually be useful, but yeah, it's something to explore. Huh. Yeah, so the, the, so, so I, I guess this this idea with, you know, iMessage apps comes from the similar notion of, you know, Facebook Messenger doing like the message bot, bots or something like that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's It's been this, this notion uh, in one form or another in other messaging apps um, for a while, but obviously uh, iMessage being in a built-in iOS thing can can make those much more powerful because those iMessage apps are actual apps, you know, integrating with iMessage safely but powerfully because they're they're actually apps. I mean, they really they really doubled down on iMessage. I I mean, I, there, there was there was lots of information about iMessage uh, in the in the keynote and and from what you're saying, it means that they really you know worked this this part through. Tap 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 and emojify. Yeah yeah. Uh, coming back to um, Apple Watch, I really wonder about that because I hope they would they would make a a truly native API, uh, which they didn't. Uh, it's still this kind of weird, um, just a, a weird system for like making apps and interfacing in and interfaces for Apple Watch. Um, but they promise that it's all much much faster. So again, I, I haven't actually been able to test that yet because you first need an iPhone with iOS 10 before you can install watchOS 3 on your watch. 
um, but we'll find out soon enough. But if it's true, um, that's that's really good, uh, and like especially to have a, a major improvement in that area before new hardware, right? And also a bunch of new capabilities uh, in WatchOS three. So so um, Apple Watch has been very frustrating to me as a user and as a developer, and WatchOS three gives um, a bit more. Uh, gives me a bit more new hope uh, that it, it it might actually work and be useful. Yeah, um, but the, the, the glance is gone, right? So we will not have our beautiful glance anymore. We will only have our, you know, complication, right? Uh, maybe. I'm actually not exactly sure because there aren't, there isn't a special glances page anymore. Uh, there just isn't a separate concept like that. But in the doc, so in the in the kind of app switcher, uh, like the idea is that this switcher is kind of glances, but I'm not sure if you can, if you can have a different view, you know, in the dock to show what we had on the glance, which is uh, the, uh, the 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 progress ring. But then when you enter the app, you see the priority list. Uh, I'm not sure about that yet. Uh, we'll find out uh, this week and. We'll explore it, but uh, yeah, but essentially there there isn't a separate page for it. Okay, so let's see let's see how this goes, how this turn turns out. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm still hopeful for the watch because you know hopeful that you know with these improvements already the the, the you know the current hardware will work you know good enough, and then hopefully the new hardware comes up you know in 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 the fall and then we'll have just you know faster watches and better watches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and in, in general, uh, one theme uh, that we've seen a lot this WWDC is extensibility. So iOS has opened up on a lot of new extension points, which means that uh, you can have like bits and pieces of functionality from third-party apps integrated tightly with the system, which is great. Like it's not like a full screen experience that iOS is, is its own thing and if you want your own thing you have to have a separate app like no you can integrate with maps now and if you're like Uber or Lyft you can like be in Apple Maps right if um, if if you like you can add a lot of things to iMessage which is interesting, right? There's just a lot of uh, places where you can add just powerful, dynamic, custom functionality to all sorts of places in the apps and all sorts of system apps, um, you know, just by plugging into it, right? Without having to like go into your full app. It's like a a transparent um, mode of interaction that you're just adding bits of functionality to things that are already here. It's very exciting. They they first added app extensions two years ago, uh, with uh, the share extension and the widget. Um, but since then, like a lot of new extension points have been added, and and that's that just awesome. Yeah, if you think about it, you know, you open Apple Maps, and then you you see, for example, you, you know, you, you just explore the map nearby, and then you see there is a grocery store, and then uh, where you usually go shopping, and then over there you see a list of tasks from Nosby attached to it because there is geolocation, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hard for me to give you a very specific example, but um, they they added this 
like, I don't know if you remember, I think last year they added, um, advertised this thing called, like, proactive or, or, or like, this, yeah, this right. kind of a- mm-hmm. awareness thing that it will, like, figure out your context and try to, like, suggest you things. So, for example, when you have to leave, if you, uh, if you have a calendar appointment with a, um, a, an address, then it would alert you when it's time to leave to be on time. Right. It was, like... I actually haven't seen much of uh, this, this these features at all. It just wasn't was like super limited, but they're like clearly going in this direction. Um, like they they want more of this intelligence, this this assistance from the system. And the interesting thing is, again, uh, apps can plug into the system. You can like feed um, information about the user context to the system that the system can then use for like. Uh, suggestions and like all sorts of like little um, improvements that it can like um, almost through magic figure out what you're what you're going to do yeah this is um, yeah and this is really this is really cool Um, I mean what you say you know having you know having applications connect with each other I mean this is what what we've been always all about you know with with Nosby with integrations that we have with with Evernote with Dropbox with other apps and there are more integrations coming like for for me this is the key you know that that instead of competing with each other we would just be you know joining forces together to make you know the life of the user better absolutely and um, for me this is really this is really cool for me, like on the Apple Watch, you know, and there are two rev- revolutionary features, really revolutionary. So one is really close to my my heart. Finally, I will be able to have Mini as a watch face. I mean, you know, for me, having two girls and a third one is, will be born like in a month, you know, they are complaining that I have only Mickey and where's Mini on my watch, you know? I mean, suddenly, you know, the revolution comes to the Apple Watch. I'm going to have Mini. Truly disruptive, transformative experience. Super handy. <laughs> and the other thing I was thinking about is that we will be able to compete on circles. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> so we will be like, especially in our team here, we have we have you, we have Radek, we have Rafa, we have uh, um, you know, we're all into fitness, and we we will be able to actually create like this group of people who are just checking each other's circles and motivating each other. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, or stalking each other. Yeah, motivating is sounds better than 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 stalking. Yeah, yeah, it does. Let's 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 uh, stay with that. One thing I notice is, um, remember how a lot of people have been talking about, oh, you know, uh, Apple can't compete on services and can't compete on like artificial intelligence and like Google and Facebook made this huge bet on AI and Apple like has no expertise in that. They're not structured to do it. And I noticed just how multiple times during the keynote, uh, they they tried to like convince us that that uh, that no that uh, that they can do AI and that they can integrate in uh, you know with it, and also stressed very hard that oh they actually do it in a way that's uh, that secure and respects your privacy that uh, it's AI but it's on device and it it. it you know, uses um, something they call differential privacy. If they if they collect any data uh, for like statistics, um, to to um, you know to have best of both worlds, and it just um, I just noticed how much they they try to like sell it that um, uh, that no, actually we can do it. Yeah, I think so. And as, and and of and of course, 
what, what I really like about Apple is the thing about privacy, you know, privacy, because I think um, this is what, what, what still, you know, sets them apart because both Facebook and Google are actually ad companies. I mean, they're ad agencies, you know, with a twist, you know, so yes. they're, so you are a product actually, uh, when you're using their products, you are a product, you are becoming a product. And what I like about Apple is that you are not a product, you're a customer. Uh, and and this is what I what for me it's really it's really important you know I'm not very well known I'm not you know uh, a, a, like an influential influential uh, politician or you know I don't know um, the you know top grossing celebrity or what or whoever but still you know it's creepy when Google knows so much stuff about me and Facebook knows so much stuff about me and they create my profile and everything. And with Apple, I feel more at ease because I know that, you know, things are encrypted, things are secure, things are private. And um, if I go to Apple Maps, I'm not being tracked or stalked, actually. Yeah, they they definitely want to make that a, a selling point. And on the other hand, um, you know, people uh, voice their um, concerns about that, how that might um, uh, set them behind long term that you know uh just ai things and and like services and being able to like use uh data at at scale will be uh you know very useful for for user experience and and they would miss out on that so again it's interesting how you know who knows if if it's actually going to be any good and if they actually can compete on that front with you know google or 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 facebook um but it's it's there's definitely progress in that area and they, they really want to, to, to sell it. Yeah. Um, for me, also, where, 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 what I really like about them is, is something that is close also to my heart is that, you know, we run Nosby. We run an application that helps people get things done, that helps people get organized. We are all about it. We do, you know, webinars. We have video series. We are going to, uh, we, we have, uh, you know, productivity books. We have all this information to help people get things done. Like we are all into into this, and we will, we will have some pilot programs right now in, at schools of running Nosby there uh, for free for schools and, and and all these things that you know that like we invest in people in in, in education and in all this to help people get organized and and you know the good things you know come back when people come back as customers but you know what we also like is the fact that we can invest in people in their productivity and they are the same and for me for me the best example of that was the swift playgrounds actually so this new app that <laughs> um that will just help me learn to code swift with my 7 year old over the summer and then fire you <laughs> okay just kidding uh, but uh, but but the cool idea is that you know um my daughter will learn the basics of programming in a very cool way on an ipad and i think it's super cool what do you think not really relevant to me personally uh but definitely cool and interesting uh and uh, it, it's kind of a shame that there's no way it's going to be actually translated into different um, languages, at least not not Polish, because my my oldest nephew is, you know, almost old enough to to probably play with that. Uh, but if it's in English, then he he couldn't do it. Yeah, for me for me it's it's not a problem because my my girl goes to the English uh, uh, school. But um, what I like about it is is you know um, I I'm not sure if my daughter will like it actually but from what i've seen you know her playing the monument valley game and you know 
<laughs> going through this game like I don't know 20 times she likes the logical you know challenges so for her you know to learn programming to learn um <laughs> moving this you know this creature down through the maze with a set of um uh, special commands learning the loops like that yeah, I'm, I'm curious about it, you know, because in, in our times we had the, I think it was, I mean, in, in what I had when I was starting out, I had the Turbo Pascal language and, and it <laughs> was ridiculous. And I had the, I think, Logo language as well with Turtle, you know, moving around, which was kind of mm -hmm. similar to Swift Playgrounds, but, you know, very old school with lots of um, pixels. Uh, but... Um, it wasn't really that easy and that 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 friendly. And now, um, the, with that, with with the Swiss playgrounds, I'm, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna see if if my daughter actually um, learns something. And uh, you know, for me, because for me, programming. I mean, I'm not I'm no longer programming in our company because um, well, well, I have you and I have other programmers, and you are all, all better than me. But um, but I started out. I mean, the, I wrote the whole code in the very beginning, and what drew me to, prog to programming was the fact that I could like build Lego on the screen, you know, and, and this is what, what this Swift Playgrounds application on the iPad looks like. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to testing it with my daughter. For sure. Um, one last thing before we finish is um, I'm really happy about the push they made into developer tools. Like it's not just user-facing features. The user-facing features are interesting, um, but, um, no, I mean, they're, they're, they're actually pretty great, but, uh, though mostly it's about, you know, integrations with things that are already here. Uh, but I was also really happy about the fact that, um, they made the developer tools great again. We've made them three times bigger. And, uh, like really, uh, just, just some improvements that we've been waiting for a while. So very happy about this. Okay. Um, and then, you know, uh, Finishing off the WWDC uh, a keynote, um, can you tell me more about the conference as such? I mean, and people you met, and and how how it's been so far for you, and what what uh, what's next? I mean, what are your plans for the for the rest of the week? Oh yeah, no, uh, this is all just the beginning. Like yesterday is like special events day. There's there's the the main keynote, which is what a um, bunch of people see. Then there's something called State of the Union, uh, which is a keynote, but just for developers. Like it's about uh, APIs and tools. And then there's uh, Apple Design Awards, uh, which I skipped. It's it's you know it's kind of boring if if you don't win. And then uh, for the the rest of the week, for the next uh, for today and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, there's three things uh, during the conference itself. Uh, there's sessions. So. Um, so essentially, like just you know, you can learn all about the all the new stuff and all the not so new stuff. Uh, just a bunch of knowledge is um, is only uh, on the sessions. So that's cool. But you know, uh, there's like four or five simultaneous tracks. You always miss out on some, uh, but but it, it's okay. Uh, they're all available online. So this is the the least important part of um, the whole conference. Uh, but then there's the labs where you have the opportunity to to chat with, ask questions, show problems to the Apple engineers. You have the opportunity to actually find the person who wrote uh, the thing you're, you you uh, have a question about, and then that person can like help you personally. Uh, so that's very uh, useful and exciting because normally uh, you just you can't get a hold of um, Apple people. 
right? They're they're just you know very secretive and and they they live in their own world, and this is the only opportunity during the year where uh, when you can catch them and and uh, and and talk with them in person. Uh, then there's um, uh, yeah, and there's like consultations, which is essentially labs, but uh, but they are um, very um, there's like a lot of people who want to go there. They're like about, um, you know, uh, Apple people giving you advice and tips about like design or, or marketing or whatever. And so you have to uh, sign up for it. Like you have to schedule an appointment. Um, and there's get togethers, which is essentially like, like tiny like meetups about different topics um, uh, during the conference. And then around the conference, there's a bunch of like, you know, meetups and, and parties and you know things like that. Uh, okay, sounds like really lots of lots of things to do, and uh, so you you won't be sleeping sleeping much now, will you? Oh, hopefully we'll we'll sleep um, some. <laughs> yeah, but but I've already you know seen that you've been you've been uh, networking with people, meeting with people before the conference, and, and you met some of our you know some of people we know already uh, in person. So I think it's 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 going to be really cool for you there. Yeah, yeah, I met a lot of people already. Um, people I've already known, um, met before, um, people I've known from the internet, but haven't met in person. Um, actually met two, uh, two, two Apple people, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, there's four more days, so uh, definitely going to uh, try to get the most out of it. All right, all right. Uh, looks really packed. I'm sorry to, to the listeners, this, this episode is kind of... Uh, strange and different and uh my my setup is terrible and my uh my voice is terrible uh, this morning but uh, yeah i have like 30 minutes before the sessions start so we'll probably end here thank you very much and have a fantastic week